0: So today I'm going to do the unthinkable, something that you would never expect me to do, and it is express my disappointment with my beloved chibis. So we're going to dive into that today, explain some developments as to what happened and why that is. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real world value. So, in case you're not familiar, if you've been following the show, you know that I am a chibi bull. I am full of chibis, if you will. As far as saying that I'm a little bit disappointed with what's going on, by no means am I trying to FUD the project or FUD the founders or anything of that nature. It's just been a rough two years or so, right? I still collect chibis. I haven't sold any of them, and I'm constantly looking to buy more, in particular, ones that I could tell a story with and build out a brand. So why am I so disappointed? We have to be Town Hall 77. And one of the things that came up, as you could see, the project, the founders and everything, the team has been really quiet. Like what exactly is going on? They're building out this massive 3D metaverse world that it was just absolutely amazing. Graphics and just some cool things were happening. The art, of course, we know these are 3D NFTs. They can use them in augmented reality, virtual reality. So we could not wait for this world to be opened up so we could bring them in there and we could do some great things. Things. We had Ani, who is the community lead, I guess you would say, and she was hosting, and Spasta, who is the CEO, and he's been there from day one, and long story short, uh, he admitted that, look, this market is not good. We are building some amazing things, but we realize that the people just aren't into it yet. Now, he admitted they fully believe that the metaverse is the future, the things that they're building with 3D NFTs and all of that stuff is great, and that is the way that we're going, but we often speak about, hey, we're so early and just don't worry, stay the course. A lot of times in business is not the idea is so bad or the execution or even the founders. Most times I would say is they ran out of money and then the founders either lost interest or they had to find other ways to put food on the table. So This is a startup company, no doubt about that. And they were doing this, making partnerships with Verizon, Arizona Ice Tea and so forth. And I can go on and on all the cool things they did in the space. However, a business has expenses. They had a team. They had, of course, Fabs, who's the art director. They had Spasta, the CEO. They had 3500 or HBizzle, whichever one you know them as. If you're an OG from back in the day, you know that his original handle was HBizzle and the NFT SniperBot or whatever it was. And then once ENS domains took off with those uh, characters between zero and 9,999 to, of course, correlate with uh, various NFT numbers. He, he took on the persona of 3,500. NFT sniper bot, same guy. He was in charge of sales. That was a long introductory to just to say, yeah, that was the team. Then, of course, they had marketing managers, community managers, various people that were running the discords and spaces. And it was a nice, happy chibi family. However, a business has expense. To keep a team like that in, they have expenses. Now, the founders, they had other means, other ways of making money, sustaining themselves. Spasta started and sold other companies. Of course, Fabs and H. they have their lives outside. So it's not like they needed the sales of NFTs and everything itself to put Food on the table for their families. However, to maintain the team, keep those spaces running and mods and all those people in place, it's going to take funds. And of course, as we know, we've beat it with a dead horse that depending on royalties is not a business model, right? So it is not built inherently into the NFTs. It is something that is written and suggested into the smart contract. And then, of course, these various platforms and marketplaces can then decide what they're going to do with this. And as we saw, they stepped away from royalties royalties were cut so any project or quote-unquote business that was depending on royalties to survive found it very hard because nfts were being purchased by just a handful of people just a fraction of a fraction of the entire population and the vast majority of nfts were purchased by like the one percent of the top of the nft market right same people were buying nfts so once they stopped buying nfts You couldn't depend on NFT sales to then fund the business and keep it going. But then also, you couldn't depend on the sales and the flipping and the transactions because the percentages weren't there because the royalties became optional. Herein lies the problem. You have a big business, they're building out this avatar, they're building out this world, they're building out games, they're doing all this cool stuff, and guess what? Developers, coders, UX designers, community managers, all these people do not work for free. Even if they wanted to, at the end of the day, the people that are keeping their lights on, their water, giving them food they need to be paid, right? Money has to come in. And unfortunately, that has been a problem for the project. Getting back to this whole town hall thing now, the discussion and everything that's going on. The part that disappoints me is not the fact that the business is struggling financially. It is what it is. We're in a rough climate. It is a small business. It is a startup. This is what happens. This is not a fly-by-night operation by some people that were doing some shady things in the dark of a closet. No, they were out front and center working with these big companies like Verizon, you don't just get contracts with Verizon unless you show up and they know who you are, you meet with their team. So that is pretty cool. And I know that they worked very hard to get to where they were. However, the reason why I'm a little disappointed is because if you look at even the Gravitale, uh, Gravitale, Gravital, however you pronounce it, that is the world that is being built out has been very quiet over the last few months. Why is that? Not because it is not there, not because it doesn't look great, not because it doesn't look fun, but they realized the world probably doesn't want this, right? Now, Mark Zuckerberg, he also made the same mistake. Billions and billions and billions of dollars were poured into the metaverse only to find out that the general public is not ready for the metaverse. Most people think that's some sort of like gimmicky scheme or whatever it might be. So people that invested a lot into it, they're seeing that and they found that out the hard way that the majority of people aren't interested in it. Now, I could have told you that from a while ago, that probably wasn't the focus to necessarily go into. And how often do I speak about the metaverse on this show? As far as this is like bullish utility, because I know as someone who played these virtual world, like this is really nothing new, like these open worlds and virtual worlds being able to interact, mixing it with Zoom, that's technically not like this groundbreaking thing. It's just another layer to the internet, another option to the internet it's not really for gamers. It's not really for businesses who want to do Zoom. It's in this weird in-between where it's like a game. It's like Zoom, but it has its niche. It has its purpose and time. And I think there will be a use case for it, especially some certain things that I recently did where they had a, a digital campus. This is like Super Nintendo type of stuff. For following me on X, you can see that I spoke at the University of Technology and we did this event. We're teaching the faculty and students and stuff about Web3, everything that's happening here. And that was also also being simul streamed or simulcast, if you will, into the metaverse via this world that was designed by Ed3DAO. This thing was sponsored by Ed3DAO. And basically it's Super Nintendo meets Zoom. That's basically the best way I could describe it. It is a virtual campus. It has tech labs. It has an auditorium, all these different things. You step up on the stage and it's just really cool. So you can do all of that right there. However, guess what? The world really isn't ready for that. This thing is a really cool layout it can support a lot of people but the people weren't there and we had the hardest time actually getting onto this thing there was a firewall from the university and it was blocking it because it might have thought it was a game i don't exactly know what was going on but we had a hard time we ended up having to hotspot off of her cell phones including the main host who actually had her cell phone from abroad an at&t cell phone using it in jamaica paying international rates hotspotting it it was crazy but anywho I digress. Getting back to the point here, this whole thing with what's going on with Chibi Labs, I know a lot had to be put into them. Just to show you how much, how bullish they were on the metaverse and everything. The entire mint from the Chibi Apes was put into buying and setting up this the Central Land world. If you've ever seen the Chibi Lands world, it is absolutely amazing. It's really cool. You go in there, you can have parties and events. And no project, I would say, really used the metaverse and digital land and space and everything, as well as Chibis and the Chibi Clubhouse or the Chibi Treehouse, as it is dubbed. And you could really do some great events there. And there was a token-gated area, which we call the Grotto, where only Chibis could hang out. Just really cool. However, again, it is not mass appeal. We've had some events where there's a lot of people there, but the vast majority of people that are even in Web3 aren't necessarily metaverse people. And I think Liuga and quite a few companies with much deeper pockets, like I said, Facebook, are finding this out the hard way for themselves. Now, this smaller project, they went all in with 3D assets, absolutely love them for that, love the art, love the cool things that are being built. However, I think, just personally speaking, And this is something that I I was uh, speaking about and asking in um, the discord that it would have been a better investment. And I would say a better use of the time and talent to get the face rigging and all that stuff up and running so that we could use our 3D NFTs as virtual masks for streaming or for content creation and those things. And I think it would have gave the project a lot more buzz, a lot more attention. And instead of all of this attention and focus being put onto the metaverse and the virtual world and everything because at the end of the day people such as myself who are creating content those are the people that would have been using this stuff right and putting it out there and even some people that are just not comfortable being on camera i think that should have been the focus that was like one of the things on the checklist and i think that should have been moved up to the top now as far as saying in hindsight, yeah, 2020, we really thought this metaverse was a thing and we're all going to catch on. I get that. Okay, cool. I am not knocking that. Like they, they had full conviction. They went all in on it. Kudos to them. Love the team. Love what they're doing. But I still have to say I'm a little bit disappointed. But with that said, despite where the floor is and what's going on right now, I am still trying to buy some chibis. So why? Why am I still bullish on these chibis after expressing all of this disappointment? And there's a couple things really. Number one, they are so far ahead of the games, the things that they have done, they have pioneered this. And although it has not been profitable, the tech is there. The tech works. And I think they had the vision to see where things went. And not to mention that they have the idea to see, all right, this is where we went wrong. And I think that is very valuable. But as far as the NFTs itself, the actual tokens, I like them, right? These characters to me are clean. They're family friendly. You can build brands, build stories around them, and you can do some really cool things with them. And because they're 3D, their price is already baked into them in the sense that if I was supposed to go on any of these uh, freelance platforms and try to hire a designer to do certain things or whatever it might be, I know because I've already spaced it out. I've seen and asked them like, hey, what would it cost you to do X, Y, Z, right? Or X, Y, Z, depending where you are and the prices that I've gotten back. I'm like, okay, these chibis are definitely worth the price. And I bought some of them for when you do the equivalence of the ETH or whatever, five, six, seven, eight hundred six, seven, $800.00. And now you can get them for fractions of that. And some people will be like, oh, man, you got to be really bummed out. And No, again, I'm looking at this completely different than a lot of people and how I'm acquiring what I'm acquiring and why I like chibis. I'm a creator. I'm a content creator. I do this stuff. So I see the value in that. So, yeah, I think it is cool that they were pursuing the metaverse thing, but That's an expensive endeavor. And unlike Mark Zuckerberg, where you have the Facebook ad machine basically printing money and you have endless billions to just pour into a lost cause. Unfortunately, small businesses do not have that venture. I wonder how this is going to play out actually for various projects such as Decentraland. How is this going to play out for any of these other worlds or even their pockets are deep. However, it's not like this can just go on forever. Eventually, they're going to have a revenue stream come in. And who knows where that's going to go, if they're ever going to make their mark in the gaming world and all the things that they're doing. Because Yuga has so many divisions. They have 100 employees. They're cutting staff and losing executive. However, their team is still massive. They're in a lot of things. And I just wonder how quick are they burning through cash because this stuff is not cheap. So with that said, I really wish the best for Chibi Labs and the team and everything. And I'm going to obviously do my best to help hurry up and uh, roll out this content and start using them, trying to produce. But uh, really, I'll tell you, what's holding me up more than anything is There are a couple characters that I need, and I haven't been able to acquire them as yet. And I don't want to start creating something without my characters. It's crazy. But it's like I have the perfect actor that I want casted for my movie, and I don't even want to start rolling the production until I know that Leonardo DiCaprio or Denzel or Meryl Streep's of the world or whoever it is, that's the person I absolutely want to play the part. Right. So in this particular case, like there's particular NFTs that I know for certain stories I want to tell. And I don't want to risk starting to create all of that without knowing I've actually secured the character, secure the talent, if you will, to star in this creative piece. So with that said. I might just have to start where I am, start telling stories of who I have. And as I go forward, then build out and see where it goes. So that's probably the route that I'm gonna go. And I literally just thought of that as I was speaking that sentence right there, is to do sort of like a preamble or something. Just hop over with one of my other characters and tell some story that's not necessarily related to what's going on there. I think this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do that. So at least I can do the proof of concept, test out what I'm doing, and then see where that goes. So right there, live, you heard it. Thoughts of how to use these NFTs into content and creating some demand and value for it. And you'll get to see that play out hopefully by the end of the year, because I have just, I put that out there. It is now in the atmosphere, in the airwaves, if you will, that by the end of the year, I'm going to start rolling out my chippy stories. Hopefully, with everything that you have heard on this, you have a little bit better idea what's going on. I will be putting out a thread summarizing that Chibi Town Hall seventy-seven, and hopefully by the time you are hearing this, that it is already live, and we'll see how that goes. I'd love to hear your thoughts, whether it be on the metaverse or Chibi Labs itself. Of course, they have the Chibi Genesis, the Chibi Apes, the Chibi Galaxies, and the Chibi Friends. What are your thoughts on everything that's going on there? please feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes on X or the old school way, mail at niftybusiness.co. Information is in the show notes. But as usual, I just wanna thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. Until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.